This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm feeling kind of bad for all the sex dolls out there right now. Oof. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and I miss stealing from Victoria's Secret. (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and not to be dramatic, but I'm about to shave my fucking head so I don't have to look at my roots for one more day. (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Yay! This is the show. Welcome Yay. to the show, everybody. Week, I don't know, five, ten, whatever we're getting into here. Um, we're so excited to have our guest on. We've had her on. It's been a long time, so we're really excited to have her back. She's hilarious. You know her from Criminal Minds. She hosts Who's Line still in the quarantine. Aisha Tyler, hi! Hey, Muppet Hello from the, the, the non-disclosed location. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how's I know, we get to all feel cool. Feel like I want to join in this joke. I want to join in your opening joke. I, I, I didn't prepare anything. I was like, I'm Aisha Tyler. And uh, shower has, showering has become completely optional. I mean, like, completely. <laughs> like, I used, to, I, I used to be like, I shouldn't inflict this on other people. And now I'm like, it's just me and my partner. And I'm like, oh, man. I mean, this is what you signed up for, bro. Mm-hmm. This is it. That's, on, I, just, I shower when, like, I become, like, like offensive. Not just, like, not just to be considerate, but because, like, you know, yeah, because for your own senses, you're like, all yeah, right, for sure. I need, yeah, <laughs> and I become one of those people who's like the natural human fragrance is, is yeah. you know, empowered. Like, who is that person? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all of us. I'm either showering like once every five days or five times in one day. Like, I also okay. yeah. over showering quite a bit too because I kind of have that like Kramer thing where like I think while well in the shower. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm yeah. taking like a breakfast shower, a lunch shower, a dinner shower. But yeah, then I'll go a whole week and just my arm. And then you gotta, the yeah, you gotta catch up. Yeah. Well, but when you're yeah. not going outside, all the stuff you typically do around the shower feels kind of superfluous, right? Like I, you know, like I'm washing my hair and I'm like, do I dry it? No, I don't. I just like yeah. kind of stop around the house leaving footprints and, you know, yeah, staring exactly. into the extra void. And then I'm just like, why did I make all that extra work for myself when I could just stay dry? Totally. Yeah, it's exciting to see how greasy my hair can get. Like, I'm just right. finding, discovering new things about myself. It's amazing. <laughs> Remember that article that came out a couple of years ago and it was like, I stopped showering for a month and here's what happened because it was like that big movement, like that, like your natural bio. Yeah, what all? Biome, your natural bio, whatever. <laughs> the, the bugs on your body that if you left them alone for a while, you would stop smelling. Yeah. <laughs> People were like not showering. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a total lie. It's a lie. (laughs) Someone said that, and then they didn't have any friends to tell them they were lying. (laughs) 100%. They're like, I smell great. I'm like, no, you just don't smell. You cannot smell yourself anymore. No. No, no, no. No one likes you enough to tell you otherwise. I don't know if this is just me, and it probably is, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but uh, I find that when I drink too much caffeine, which happens a lot, my sweat smells like weed. 
<laughs> these are like the these are the science experiments that we're conducting in our place, guys. And I am here for all of it. I absolutely here for all of it. <laughs> that was fascinating piece of trivia. But I am really I'm just gonna talk away. No, wait, wait, wait. I think Coffee we have in, to observe weed out. Observe okay. here that that Tess smokes a lot of weed. So, yeah. Yeah. so um, yes. they could also just do that. That could be. It could just be. We- I could just smell like weed. <laughs> So it could be the caffeine. Yeah. Oh, shit, I smell like weed. Dude, I just just exhaled into Rona. This is so weird. Why do I smell like no? Shit's crazy. Science. I'm just thinking the caffeine, the caffeine is making you sweat more, so then the weed's coming out. Yeah, that's true. My blood just, you could probably get high if you opened one of my veins. (laughs) <laughs> here's the thing everybody is just leaning so deep into substance activity like yes. just because you just have to break up the day and i i love coffee i will never give it up i have no i mean like i'm not going to apologize for it i'm not even going to yes. like i sometimes i'll spit science like it's good it's good for you it like saves off like uh, degenerative brain disorders like there's lots of reasons why you should drink coffee i don't give a fuck i love coffee you can all die i mean not you three but like you know other people <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, but, the I, listener but I do home. find like going, <laughs> I'm just going to the coffee maker just to like have something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like at four or five in the afternoon, I'm like, you have to stop. And then I start drinking. So it's great. It's just, just poor man's eight ball. Just, you know what I mean? Just oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The transition. Look, it's get the perfect up, up, up. And okay, also, okay. I feel like something kind of beautiful that's happening is like, finally, let's stop stigmatizing leaning on substances. They are getting us <laughs> this. I mean, I have been drinking wine every night. Really and so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I had a really, I had like a really, like I went through like a really rough patch maybe like five or six years ago, and uh, and I just for about six months was just like drinking like medicinally. I wasn't going out. I was just like I would finish work, I would get home, I would make a giant drink. <laughs> I was like, this was this was my therapy, and I would get, I would make like a like a double Negroni, and I would go sit on my porch and listen to music. I'd read a book, oh I'd smoke, and I'd cry. And I gotta tell you something, it was great. I missed that time in my life. It worked perfectly. <laughs> Anyone who says alcohol doesn't work just haven't used it properly, okay? Exactly. It worked wonderfully. Oh my god. It was great, great. I look back on that time with a fondness. Yes. <laughs> with a deep fondness. <laughs> it was unsustainable, but it was a good six months. It's I was just cry and drink and smoke and breathe like a melancholy bus lift oh. like Bama, body bear. I love yep. it. <laughs> like a blanket for your soul yeah there you go dude my my google home is depressed because yesterday nobody was talking to it and out of nowhere it just goes sure i will play bonnevere on pandora oh out of out of nowhere no one had said anything to it and then it just started playing it and i was like i think my my robot's gonna kill itself your google home is having its on the porch drinking moment it's just out there being like am i useful it was yeah. so, you know, I get it. I mean, tell, tell your Alexa I said what's up. <laughs> I will. I was literally sitting here and then I just, out of nowhere, just started talking to itself and it was like, I will play Bon Iver. And I was like, yes, I will. I think I will. Thank you for asking. I think I will. <laughs> so, Sean, my husband, does this thing where like, he likes to fuck with me and he'll call Siri sweetheart. Like, he'll be like, thanks, sweetheart. <laughs> and the other day... <laughs> I said sweetie and Siri started listening to me. So our Siri now thinks her name is Sweetie. 
Oh, oh you, you guys I turned your Siri that. into a unicorn. <laughs> They're supposed to learn. They're supposed to learn about you, your desires, the risks in your relationships, and exploit them. <laughs> exactly. When Siri becomes the other one. You know, woman. he calls me sweetheart. Are you going to tolerate that test? Are you going to put up with that? No? <laughs> okay with you? Now playing Miranda Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> You'll think again before you cheat. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> the only lyric I don't know. I don't even know if that's Miranda Lambert. I don't no, know. No, it is. That's exactly. Okay, 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 okay. It's Carrie Underwood. Damn it. <laughs> I always get the same thing. Absolutely the same. You guys think that now now is a good time to key the cars of ex-boyfriends, or is it? Gonna, no one's. There's not going to be around obvious. to witness it. No one's going to see you. Yeah, but they're going to be home. True. Yeah. I do. I do. One of the biggest, like, fuckboys I ever dated, oh, my God, had a girl did key his car, and, like, that felt very validating. To not have me have to do it, but just to see someone else hated him as that much to, like, Right, right. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, he'd been, like, gaslighting the whole time. Like, oh, he is a dick. I get it. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Cosmo. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen this yet, but no, I guess I have seen it in a few friends that, like, they were saying that, you know, there's going to be, it's, it, 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 this is not wartime, obviously. I mean, it's a really intense time and it's probably the yeah. only time in the history of the planet where the whole planet's been going through something collectively. I mean, there were like other mm-hmm. pandemics and even global pandemics, but we never knew because we, we weren't interacting the way we are now, right? So like collectively, yeah, so that's for the most part, the entire planet is experiencing the same thing. Yeah. So it, it's not quite wartime, but like everybody's under like a, a state of duress, right? Yeah. And so, you know, all the things that they were saying, you know, like wartime brides and wartime babies, but they were mm-hmm. saying mainly like that all this coop, being cooped inside is going to just result in a lot of breakups. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen like, like tension in any of the people around you. Um, I find it, I find it delightful. I mean, I, 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 I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed to say that like, because it is, you know, people are suffering and I'm not making light of that, but like, I really have been just, praying my entire adult life for like a, a couple of months off <laughs> you know, and, we you know just to. to like do stuff yeah I always talk about that I'm like can we all take a break and obviously like you said yeah it's not like this is a break for many people but no, I've no. never had a moment where so many of us were able to at least like put a pause on like the mm-hmm. everyday anxieties of like all the shit we're trying to accomplish or whatever and we have other anxieties obviously this is a really anxiety making time and it's really stressful mm-hmm. but but like you're like I got to hit I'm hitting pause on my life but so is everyone else so I'm not getting lapped you know what I mean and yeah. again right. I don't want to exactly. like make a, a light of the fact that this is a really intense time and that there's a lot of people that are going through terrible terrible of course things. yeah um, but mm-hmm. it's just been interesting to kind of look at like yeah part of it that's like oh I'm seeing my family and friends more you know digitally anyway than I mm-hmm. had when I was working all the time and uh, mm-hmm. And like I've had a Zoom with friends of mine from college. I literally haven't called them in like twenty five years. I don't even know why we thought we needed to get together now, but we did. Aww. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love like, that. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's interesting. It's really it's really an interesting time. Have I you am get- I am feeling pressure though because I'm like this might be the one time in your life that you have this pause, so make it a good pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but, but don't overpressure yourself because I'm thinking yes. that too. I'm yeah, like, yeah. if I don't organize my fucking drawers now, they're never getting organized. Yeah. You know, this is my last shot. But I think also because there's so much stress and anxiety, it's entirely okay just to make it a time where you like try not to freak out, take care mm-hmm. of your family, do what you can. You know, um, 
I've been without like sounding like a total jackass. Like I've been trying to like do charity, like charitable work because I back at home. So if I can do that, at least there's something part some part of this that feels meaningful, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think there would be anything wrong for anybody just like making sure their friends and family are healthy and they and, like that's all they get done during the time. Like I think that's an adequate way to spend. Totally. And, and oh, then, feel bad about that. It's kind of awesome because I think that's something that all of us will carry on like for the rest of our lives because just whatever else happens with how much we make contact with these people, once things quote unquote get back to normal, we're always going to kind of have this new sort of foundation that we laid with our families and with these old friends and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of like a cool thing that's going on. Yeah. And hopefully maybe we, maybe we start, and like start, oh God, I sound like such a green card. <laughs> that there has been this collective experience that we start kind of being a little kinder to each other. I don't know, probably not. People are assholes, but I, I don't know. Sometimes I fantasize about like just, just general, more like interaction and like even just, I think I, I just had a package dropped off and um, I don't know, like it just seemed like even the interaction with my family guy was a little different than it normally is. It wasn't like, I was like, Ooh. it was like, hey, you know, it was cool. It was like, cool. For sure. That was it, but it was just a different. Yeah, this yeah, shared yeah. experience, like you said, it's like literally the only thing, I mean, we have mm-hmm. connections with everyone all around the world over this and that's, I've never experienced anything like that, you know, so mm-hmm. it is a really unique position to be put in as far as like hopefully connecting with each other especially after it's over yeah well and it's like slowing down like ha- having everything else forcibly slowed down gives you that minute to get out of your head to be like oh hey fedex guy thank you because i'm not thinking yeah, of 10 exactly. different things happening at once yeah, yeah. at least mm-hmm. it's been fun when my dog walks like i feel like the wearing the masks out in public is interesting because you want to at least i feel like i want to acknowledge the people i'm walking past more so I don't feel like mm-hmm. I'm completely ignoring them because they can't see my face. So like we're wa- mm-hmm. everyone's kind of waving at each other in the neighborhood. Yeah, people are waving and saying stuff like, "Yeah." We were, I was lining through. I was lining home from picking up some food the other day, and mm-hmm. uh, and there was a guy walking, like you know, on the sidewalk, like yeah, it's good everybody, everybody's on. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I guess um, I, I verbally just said, "Hey," you know what I mean? I just feel like yeah. you want to like kind of connect with people and reassure them too because you know it's, this is so mysterious. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh my god. I was, I don't think I said this um, last week. I was walking with my boyfriend, you know, been taking like long walks in the hills and stuff. And um, this guy, I, I don't know what I was talking about, but this guy slowed his car down next to us and looked out the window at me and said, it's no longer a dream. Is that you find out David Lynch is your neighbor? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, did he think he did he overhear me saying something? Did he think he knew me? Like, what the fuck just happened? It was so oh. going around doing that to everybody. That's beautiful because no matter who you say it to, it's gonna make sense. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's gonna mean something different. Yeah, but it's gonna make sense to everyone. That's amazing. That's exactly. amazing. It's better than I the end like... is nigh. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No, oh, my yeah, God. so if you're bored, be that guy, be that weird neighborhood guy that's just slowing down and saying weird shit to people. Was I will say, so I'm quarantined at my mom's house, which is in the suburbs, and I haven't been here since I was a teenager, and uh, or like, you know, in any substantive like way. staying there, yeah. Yeah, oh. and it's so funny because I guess like my whole life I always felt like not an outcast, but loud. Like, I'm tall, I'm loud, I'm, like, an intense person, which is why I went into comedy. But now it's even, like, living in L.A., I just got used to it, because everyone's weird in L.A. And I'm, like, 
five foot 11 roller skating around in like leopard print leggings and i i stand out like a fucking <laughs> sore thumb here i love it i love you live your motherfucking life man show these people how it's done how fun the older you get also like the more comfortable you are with being weird like i literally oh, yeah. sometimes get dressed and i'm like oh this is just going to terrify people i cannot wait <laughs> I just want people to be confused by and fear me and, and not know what is going to happen next when I walk into the room. That's like a main goal of how I get dressed. Either I want to oh, yeah. dress like a man yeah. uh, or I want to just dress like a, you know, like a crazy old vegan performance artist who yes. shops in thrift stores and punches people on the street for, not for <laughs> their money, but for their shoes. You know, I just want to terrify people. I want yeah. them to be afraid to open their mouths and make I love it. <laughs> when I was younger, I would be like, so like, oh, this is too weird, man. This is going to oh, be yeah. weird. People are going to think I'm weird. I'm like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, that's the most fun part of getting dressed is, I don't know, I believe that anyone can wear anything as long as they believe in it. Like, I don't believe in fashion rules. Like, if yeah. you feel confident in it, you look good mm -hmm. in it. And I think that's what's mm -hmm. so cool about fashion. And what I love so much about drag and stuff like that is like, there are literally no rules. It's all about how you perceive yourself wearing it. Yeah. It all starts from the mm -hmm. inside. Like that you can wear anything yeah. as long as you believe in it. hundred percent. It's so much more entertaining to see people like that too. Now I'm like, oh yeah, let yeah. Me, you're insane. Look at that crazy shirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I will say that I'm kind of I kind of love uh, the the performance aspect of quarantine only because every time I I just like my stomach is like the thing I'm always trying to cover up when I get dressed and now I'm like well this is it I'm just I'm just shoulders just up baby up. That's all. your shoulders are so foxy you look amazing yeah so it's like I'm just like wearing like my best shirts and just being like all right I don't have to deal with sucking in at all fuck that. <laughs> Right. Well, I lonely just, I, I'm a big like shirt with stuff on it. Like I'm one of those mm -hmm. people. Like all my shirts have something written on it. So I'm always in my zooms like tipping down the screen. Oh <laughs> shit! Uh, that is amazing. <laughs> that rules. I, I have I've been wearing the same pair of Lululemon tights for a month, but the shirts keep changing. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Just a yeah. No one story needs to see the zoom. bottom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, there's no need. There's no need to see the bottom. I just absolutely not. <laughs> Um, what are you guys doing, like, mask-wise, fa fashion-wise? Have you, like, just been whatever you can get? Or are you, like, actively seeking out any kind of mask to go with anything? Or I have, so like, a duster mask thing that I got. It's so funny. I got it doing comedy at, like, a rave oh, thing, okay. you know, fucking years ago to keep, dust, to keep dust out of your face while you're dancing at like 4 the, in the morning. Like the gator, like the gator kind? Like it's a kind, like a tube and you kind of pull it up that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a tube. Yeah, so it's it's amazing oh. and it like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great because mm -hmm. it just sits on your neck. You don't have to like tie it or anything. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, thanks Alex Hooper for booking me to do acid in the desert three years ago. So now that I have, <laughs> now I have a mm -hmm. mask. Um, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Man, yeah, I've just got about 15 different colored bandanas because. I feel like gay guys and punk women have been training for this their entire lives. <laughs> entire <laughs> I like so do you yeah. do a different color depending on your mood or like what's your... Yeah, it's a real mood ring situation. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I look like a bandit everywhere I go. <laughs> I love it. You're like, like today I'm a power bottom. Tomorrow I'm a twink. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Leather daddy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. I need to get like a big cowboy hat to go with it so you can tell if I'm a good Absolutely. guy or a bad guy. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I, yeah, exactly. I, I feel like 
I, my sister is a prepper, <laughs> like not even joking. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and How I smug is she right now? <laughs> oh, she's feeling great. She's just waiting for all of us to come crawling back to her in, in her little earthen hole that she lives in. <laughs> she's like, it's coming. I'm like, okay, relax. Um, yeah. But I don't know why, like, I don't know, like, what happened in our childhood that we both have a, we both lean that way a little bit. But, like, mm-hmm. literally in 2016, and it's probably because we both, we're both big readers when we were kids. Because um, the parents didn't believe in TV, so and I, I loved post-apocalyptic fiction, but that's probably just yeah. feeds into my psyche. Yeah, so totally, totally. When Trump elected, I I built two like comprehensive go bags like four years ago. Um, nice. So one for my place and one for my car because I was sure he was going to get us into a war. And yeah. so, um, I just had I had everything. I already had everything. I already had like N95 masks and bandanas and gloves and sanitizer <laughs> and like nice. all of it already. <laughs> I have six months of dry food. <laughs> like, really? I think it might be like a year's worth of supply of dry food. Yeah, like I already have it all. Oh, oh hell yeah. Who's crazy now, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> no one can argue with you. You guys, no, I mean, no, yeah. So, but when this all started going down, did you start dipping into that? Or did you like be like, yeah, okay, I'm like going to resupply? Was- no, like I went, we like the first week, like we did some grocery shopping and we did a little bit of, we didn't do any hoarding at all. Like yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel anxious that way, but we just like bought a little bit more food than we normally bought. I like typically one of those people whose fridge is always empty because I'm like, I never cook and I'm like, eh. so like we shop like normal people, like there was normal food in their fridge. But yeah. when they were like, you need a mask, I was like, no, I'm <laughs> and I pulled two out and I just put them in the car. We weren't using them because they weren't same things all the time. So I put them in the car. And then when they started then we I just got them out of the car and we've just been using them. And we've been reusing them. We're not being like profligate. Um yeah, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist, but like I've just been spraying them down with rub. Oh, I also had like rub. I mean I had everything. I had like two huge things of rubbing alcohol. <laughs> That's amazing. So I just been like wiping them down with rubbing alcohol and letting them dry overnight. And then um and then we've given some to friends who didn't have any. And then I had ordered a box a while ago and it, and I and then when it started started the PPE shortages I went online and I tried to cancel my order but it was already in transit so when then we got it we donated it to uh to a hospital oh that's nice. awesome that's awesome yeah so very cool um but it's it, it, it's just really interesting because when I built the go bag it was kind of built for like the most extreme outcome which was not a zombie apocalypse uh, you know, an earthquake. Earthquake, yeah. You know, within all of a sudden, there's no like first responders and there's no water for a while. That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's useful in a bunch of different conditions, and mm-hmm. um, and and it still is. You know, like it, once this is over, these kind of behaviors and measures will still be useful. If there's a you know another outbreak of coronavirus, or if there's a big flu outbreak, or if there is. A, a natural disaster you know what yeah. i mean like all this stuff will still be useful and hopefully people will learn from this crisis mm-hmm. a about like how to be prepared for something like this mm-hmm. b how to treat other people in a crisis mm-hmm. and hopefully then they kick this absolute shit stain of a government out yeah. and get a real government in place that will then prepare for these crises because that is actually the job of the federal government. This is, this is yeah. exactly what a federal something was. Yeah, we should not be the, flailing out in the wind like this with everyone no. just freaking the fuck out, not knowing what to do. I mean, it's insane. The federal government is they're supposed to provide for the health and welfare and safety of the people. That is like literally yeah. their job. Yeah. And um, and someone was saying like the exact crisis we're in, the only entity that could get us out of the federal government. Like when you have a giant financial crisis like this, yeah. you have, like. There's no entity, like there's no private entity that can step in and fix this. Like, wake up. 
So yeah. in the meantime, because we have, you know, infants in uh, yeah. running the country, hopefully people will got to prepare better and maybe like get to know their neighbors more. And, mm-hmm. you know, like it's been nice to see all this stuff. We've given it like a lot of it away. To For sure. Who, you know, because most people are like, oh, no, which I guess is just normal. Well, because but, it's not yeah. like that's such, you know, I think most humans are prone to putting shit off one thing or another. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the easiest thing to put off because that's the easiest thing. Yeah, maybe it's in the back it's of your mind. It's just the pain. You're like buying yeah. stuff for something that may never happen. You're like yeah. spending money on mm-hmm. shit that you may never use. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like anything. It's like cleaning the, the gutters out of, uh, you know, the leaves out of the gutters or organizing the garage. Like, who, who the hell wants to do that shit? Yeah, exactly. for, sure. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I will say, though, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of my, you know, rational friends have had the same reaction of, like, we just can't watch Donald Trump talk. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's no I, point to it. I don't know, but is there? Because I, I feel like there is no you point. You feel like to you don't want to miss anything. Like you don't want to miss. Like yeah, you want to make sure you're informed. Yeah, so you can, when, of, when it starts, it's time to start setting things on fire and yeah. eating your trash can lid. Yeah, because whether <laughs> we do have to be like realistic. I mean, this shit is happening. Like I watched his. Of course, yeah. And I was like, this shit is really fucking happening. Like I can go weeks without listening yeah. to him, and then I watch him. I'm like. To a certain extent, I think we have to keep our eyes open and force ourselves it's to... It's actually not more of the same. Like, he is getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Yeah, but I get why people don't want to watch it. You just, I mean, like, talk about, like, existential dread. Like, literally, like, yeah. part of the reason I have all this equipment was because when he got elected, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to be in World War Three in a few months. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was like, the road 60, that was the crazy aunt response. Apparently, I'm everybody's crazy aunt. But, like, that was literally my response to him getting elected. And yeah. it's, it's been, it's probably been worse than we, than we, uh, could, uh, could, uh, could, uh, yep. Yeah. Upbeat, upbeat comedy bits. From you know, good time. Right here on Lady da, 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 da. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but maybe it just makes, you know, like also like we live in such a wealthy country, right? Yeah. So that's another reason why people procrastinate because we just think it's going to be mm-hmm. fine. I can just door dash it. No biggie. Like I remember sitting down and I was like, I don't need to go to the store. I'm just going to go on Whole Foods. I'm going to just Amazon fresh this shit to my house. And it was like, there are no delivery windows for the next two weeks. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. we're just yeah. so used to getting everything <laughs> we yeah. want right away. We become so accustomed to it. And that's like the beauty or the, I don't know if the beauty or the enjoyability of living in like, you know, the wealthiest country on this planet. But this has been a real wake up call that we're not like, we're not bulletproof. You know what I mean? No. We're, we, we, we're, we're not, this isn't like a rock solid system. And like basic shit that you really have come to expect. Like I order something on Amazon and it comes the next day. I go online to order, you know, shit from the Whole Foods and it's going to come. Or I go into the store and all the shit I want is going to be in there. And I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, mm-hmm. not in a negative way. I think maybe it's good. Like we're seeing where the vulnerabilities are and understanding that like, you know, yeah. it's not perfect and we have to be better no, about planning. No, I mean, it's, in, yeah, yeah. It's also, it's also, like, is everybody hearing that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Babs, you just turned into a, robot, robot. yeah, you turned into yeah. a full yeah. robot. I'm so lucky. Oh no! Well, my, my, my Google Home's turning on right now. Like, oh hey! The Google Home's like, did somebody say Bonnie Bear? Please <laughs> play Bonnie Bear. Okay, I'll t- wait. We have to take it. It's better now. Is it still? We have to take a break. Now. So it's someone do it. Okay. Okay. Right back. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll be we'll be back in a second. Hey, we're back in Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. 
I'm going to with Aisha Tyler. by Barney Bear. <laughs> <laughs> just a casual, we'll just say just a casual Emmy. Is that an Emmy in the background? It's so obnoxious, guys. I should move it. It's just no, no, no. Office. Perfect. It's my, it's my possession. It's sitting in the back. It's really obnoxious. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I love, love it. it. I think Are it's you great. Kidding me? I love it. Yeah. I just it's wanted just... to shout it out. Yeah, it's great. It's just sitting there. You don't have like lights on it or like any like an arrow pointing to it or anything. There's a light that kind of shoots out. I'm like, ah. I also have. What else you got? I got a I got a World of Wonder award. Oh, that's awesome! Best LGBT ally. Yes. that's amazing. That's really really cool. Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, my, that's my little collection of, 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 of bits. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, it just, it, this is just my office, but then every once in a while I'll be on a call, like on a, a, a Zoom, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm such a I'm just going to make a fake one to put behind me and see if anyone You should. Oh, my God, uh, like a really big uh, one, uh, like, a, like a giant, like a, yeah. a human size. And one. I'm like, it's real. It's just perspective. You guys are just Super casual, guys. Just super casual. I'll just have my boyfriend my dress bed. up. One. Yeah, I'm for those like, Oscar <laughs> men behind you, it'd be perfect. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that would be a good group Halloween costume. Um, you could be an egot. So oh, that is fun. That is a really, really good idea for Halloween. Yeah. Holy shit! That Do is you guys fun. think that your behavior is going to change after this? I've been really wondering about that. Yes. Like, just like I-, I was engaged in the most, I as the lifestyle. <laughs> The most risky behavior. Like, if you could yeah. just pick, like, riskier behavior for getting coronavirus, like, I, it was just me. Like, I'm just, like, in a bar till 2 o'clock, hugging strangers. Like, my favorite thing to do is to go to West Hollywood. My friends were like, come away from there, because I'm like, listen, to a stranger. I just want you to follow your jeans. I just think you should just stick it out. Like, everybody has ups and downs. Like, that's my, my drum tell, is me just, like, oh. entreating some total stranger to, like, stay here. Absolutely. Don't care about my house. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> breathing we, into like, people's I, mouths. Yeah, we've been to Magic Mike Live like four plus times in the last three years. How? <laughs> that's yeah. That's Sweat our risky behavior. I don't know what is. <laughs> I went to UFC 248 the weekend of March 7th. So like oh. that was like peak CB time, and that was when they were oh. saying it only affects old people. Yeah. And so and like people with underlying conditions. So just keep your hands clean and don't touch your face. That was yeah. that's what they were saying. Yeah. And in Vegas, they had put hand disinfectants everywhere. It was like at every door, at every elevator bank, everywhere. So we just, every year we saw it, we like, we were just doing this. And we were, and I like literally was like getting handfuls of it and rubbing my phone down. I was doing all of those things. I was also in a stadium with 30,000 people. And yeah. um, like people wow. fight, and we were like three roads from the octagon and people were fighting and blood was flying everywhere. And, you know, I mean... Yeah. And then we went out for dinner afterwards yeah. and we were like sitting like this close. Yeah, to- yeah. I'm like, I have, I'm recently having this anxiety as they're talking about opening things up. I'm like, I don't know if I'll feel comfortable. What am I, I can I really go to a restaurant now? Like, I don't know right. if psychologically I'm ready to like go to a bar and I agree. That's like my favorite thing yeah. to do, but I don't know, like just talking about Halloween. I'm like, yeah, will it, would I go to the Halloween parade? I, that was what I was saying. Like, is yeah. Like, will we go back to those old behaviors? Like, will we will we go to Pride? Like, will we be like? Someone was saying, like, would you go to Coachella? And I was like, I actually think I kind of would. Yeah, I you think would. I would. <laughs> I would. And it's so weird. Like, I wouldn't go stand in front 
at like, you know, no, no, no. for a set or something like that. But, you know, it's a big, like it's a really big spread out place. Like you probably wouldn't have to be six feet from somebody if you didn't want to be. Um, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like I, I wouldn't go to like a nightclub. Like I might not go to a nightclub performance, right? Like be jammed with like 500 people, like in a tight crowd. But I would go to like an outdoor yeah. thing for sure. No, do, you I mean, guys, like, yeah. do you guys mean like just in general? All, in general. Like, or do you just mean before we get a vaccine? Like, or is this after we have a vaccine, you wouldn't go to something like that? Right. I see your thing. I just feel like this fall, right? Like when we kind of think like we're, I always right, okay. think there might be yeah. like a resurgence in the fall. Well, let's just say that yes. they were like, the peak is yeah. over. Like, would you? I think I already had it, honestly. I know everybody and their mother keeps saying oh, that, really? but I, I oh, really you think, think so? I already had it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like about five or six weeks ago. We, obviously, to, we were like engaged in like super risky behavior right up into the quarantine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, not risky in a, the grand scheme of things, but risky in this context. Well, yeah, um, with these new rules. Had a yeah. friend's birthday party in a bar, like dark and underground. And like at first, I was like being really careful. And then by midnight, again, I was like, I love your jacket. I mean, you guys are the best dressed people here. Like, I just, I just, <laughs> where's your hair? I want to lick your heroin <laughs> needles. Where are you? I Let's do it. it. Come on. Your arms where I can smell your armpit. Yeah. yeah, like your natural scent is really. sweat into my glass i want to put salt around it come on oh that's 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 margarita i didn't know i needed (laughs) just a glass on an armpit and then put it in salt (laughs) Um, like i i had like i had like a couple of nights like really this is such a long point right i was like really really cold Mm-hmm. on the couch so I had like a blanket on and I went and got in bed I was like man I'm just so cold so I put like three blankets on the bed and then I woke up in the middle of the night like just dread- like not, not a little bit sweaty you know that wrench where you're like yeah yeah wow, like I am soaking wet and um I just thought okay just I had too many blankets on the bed and that happened for a couple of nights but then like what happened was like a month later I woke up and I was like I'm not cold now. Nothing has changed. I haven't changed the temperature in the house. It, like, it's all, everything is the same. The conditions are the same, but I don't have the chills when I'm not having nice sweat. And, you know, at first I was like, maybe I'm going to perimenopause. But yeah. it was just one of those things where, and I had like a little bit of a sore throat. Because they're saying like, it, there's a spectrum, right? People have like different mm-hmm. symptoms. And then, and then my dude, uh, he lost his smell for three days. <laughs> I should have led with that. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. part and of that, it. Yeah. They weren't saying was a symptom yeah. that back then. So no mm-hmm. one was really mentioning it. Right, so, right, um, yeah. yeah. Wow. So yeah. We'll see. yeah, a lot of people know. feel like they did. So it's like, yeah, it's scary. I mean, you're right. I don't think I would if they said like, hey, everything's fine. Go back to normal. I don't think I will for quite a while, you know, until we <laughs> oh. get next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm supposed to, uh, there's a, a festival in Gainesville, Florida that I'm like one of the comedy headliners for in October over Halloween weekend. And they're like, yeah, we're on. And I'm like, those are mm. small punk venues. I don't know how I feel about I that. I think 2020 is like canceled, man. I think yeah, it's canceled. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know what's crazy? I, I think I've talked about it before, but this keeps tripping me out. So one of the magazines that I write for at the beginning of the year had me talk to six different psychics and an astrologer. And all of those people told me this shit was going to go down. All of those yeah. people. How fucking crazy is that? What it did they like, say? What did like, they say? What did they say? Uh, pretty much like they all told me some different version. And this is like two days before New Year's. I'm like interviewing these people. It's right after Christmas. I'm like in the Christmas spirit. And these psychics are like, uh, this is going to be a year where like the kind of like main thing they were telling me is like people don't understand like how bad they, they need to really feel the pain of how bad things are with like the Trump administration and stuff like that. Like people are going to understand that they're not immune to what's going on. And this is going to be a year where 
everything gets burned down and we're going to have to completely reestablish all of our new systems. And they were like, oh. this is like a Phoenix rising from the ashes. And that's going to be in 2021. And 2020 is just going to be the year that we develop much more empathy for each other because we understand how implicated we all are in everything, mm -hmm. but it's going to have to get so bad in order for that to happen, that it's going to be a really rough year. Uh, wow. They all told me that. Isn't that jingle, crazy? Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. I mean, that's the thing is like, yeah. I can, I've been able to handle this time because we are in like a time of year where it's, uh, yeah, there's not a lot, ton, a ton of holidays and like with families, mm -hmm. but like it would be very, very tough around Christmas and stuff like that to really be like, fuck, like I'm not seeing my, you yeah, know, right. nephew and all that stuff. So I'm able to handle it right now, but it, that's, that would be very, very hard. If we, well, if I we think if there gets to be more widespread testing over the year, the problem is if yeah. you don't have it and you haven't had it and you test negative, you don't really know what you can do. Yeah. If you think you have had it, there's a different test, right? The serological test, which is like starting to be available now. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's it, it, it literally like everybody, either 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 you know that you came in contact with someone and they had it, so you might have confidence that you had it or you had some symptoms, not a lot of symptoms, and you took the serological test and you know you had it. Then you might have more confidence about interacting with other people. I guess the thing they don't know now is whether... Uh, having had it gives you confers, uh, like permanent immunity or temporary immunity, right? Because like we get yeah. the cold and we get over the cold, we still get a cold again. We get the flu, yeah. we get over the flu, the flu mutates, so you get a different flu the next year. Mm -hmm. um, but right now they're saying that this virus doesn't mutate that much, so it's possible that if you have it and get over it that you might never get it again, or if you get it again, it might be very mild. Mm -hmm. So if you all took that test and you knew you had, had it, then you might feel more confident about going around your family because like, I think I have right, it. I'm actually yeah. gonna I'm gonna get this serological test in a week. If I find out I did have it and I recovered from it, then I can a say I can't give it to you and I can't get it from you. Mm -hmm. So I could probably operate on a different. I could probably I could probably start doing things differently. And I at least I could feel confident doing that. That like for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, until maybe there's another spike, and then by 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 the fall they'll know they'll they probably will be able to say, oh yeah. Theological immunity, you probably can move freely and you're not going to give it or get it uh, from anybody. But mm -hmm. they have mm -hmm. had a few people test negative and then test positive again. And they don't know if it means that they've caught it or just that it went down to like undetectable levels and then built back up again, which seems like the more likely of the two things. Mm -hmm. Either way, holy shit, man, human beings, we're just big, dirty animals. We yeah. really are. And like, yeah, um, I, I'm listening to a Deepak Chopra book right now, and he talks about how we're just like balls of gas that as we walk, we leave like, we're not even like solid form. As we walk, we just leave like particles of gas behind us. Isn't that trippy? Yeah. Some of, some of us more than others, you know what I mean? Hey. Some of us leave a scent of weed sweat as we walk. I mean, I just want you, I want you to go back. I want to like literally follow you with a camera so that I can like, you kind of roll skate by and <laughs> sorry roller blade by in your leopard print <laughs> no nope, roller skate all, she's skating <laughs> oh my god that's amazing and then see a crowd of like 20 something bearded guys kind of fall into your like wake just sniffing like bugs bunny like bugs bunny that cartoon <laughs> he's floating in the yeah sky. they're like floating <laughs> Yep. Tess is, Tess is the high piper. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> the high piper. 
Yeah, the high fiver. <laughs> I need that on my jacket. <laughs> I will say it's a, it's a relief that they've made weed stores uh, essential, uh, an essential service because I'm taking my mom yeah. to the weed store today and she's, and oh. I, I really do think that as many things as we can point to that are depressing us and making us feel like the world hasn't improved, one of the things that's happened that's very good is that the soap is legal and I can take my 74-year-old mom to go buy pot. <laughs> that's beautiful. There are some good things happening in the world. Honestly, I need to go to the weed store. I need to go to the weed store. (laughs) I feel like having a parent that you can take to the weed store is the closest thing I can identify to people that have kids of their own because it's so cute to watch it through their eyes. I love it. I I totally agree. It's adorable. The first time my mom just moved here a little while ago and it was like right after became legal and um I, this is not an ad for MedMen, but uh the, the, the MedMen stores are like very fancy pot stores yeah. here in california yeah, yeah. They, it's like the apple store for dope and i took it was mother's day i took my mom and my sister and my and my sister's wife they're all they're all mothers and i took them and bought them like as much dope as they wanted and my mom just kept going when i was young i could buy from a strange man in a dark alley she just couldn't believe how exciting it was <laughs> she bought so much i spent so much money it was embarrassing i bought so much dope um and they were just like gummy this and cookie that and they're the dope water and then we decided to eat gummies and go see a quiet place which was a great idea guys um oh my god oh wow a great idea really great idea (laughs) i'm gonna have to make that a goal that'll be my post uh coronavirus goal will be taking my mom to a weed store because she lives in salt lake so i'm once they come we're able to hang out and she comes oh visits God, me i would love yes. her reaction i would love to see what the fuck she does inside it's i can just see her peppering them with the the questions that have nothing to do with anything <laughs> about the weed for like hours <laughs> exactly take her to there's there's not a lot of really fancy there's a place called sweet flower there are a lot of really fancy places here but it's it's the fancy dope stores that are like really bewildering because they're like beautiful and angular and like there's just like rows of and then there's a little like lit case and it's just like different buds inside of it i mean <laughs> you have died and gone to heaven i don't even like yeah that. it's wild I it's the future anymore <laughs> i quit a long time ago and then when it became legal i was like hey, i'll go up again i was like oh no i don't like this feeling at all <laughs> you just like the stores I buy it for other people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I like present. really, I need really, really, uh, not strong weed because it gives me anxiety if I, and there mm-hmm. is no, there is no option anymore. Like I'll go in and be like, what's the least intense one you have? And it's still way more than I can handle. So right. I need to meet the guy in the alleyway. Yeah. I need the alleyway guy. <laughs> Just need some they, they had now. to put some rules in place. I don't know if you guys noticed. Maybe I mean, when they, when they first um, did it, there were there were a couple of brands that were like crazy strong, and they actually had to reduce the dosage because people were just getting like super high, showing up in the hospital. And you can't. I don't think you can really overdose from dope again. I'm not You can't. But you can feel like you're overdosing. Yeah. You can feel like. Yeah, you, you are, can right? feel like shitty. It's not going to actually yeah, yeah, make, do something like to it. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think I've yeah, told the story. That, I'm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just, this is just a funny story that happened to another person, but she had those, um, those fucking weed sodas or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they were mm-hmm. called, but they were like oh, yeah. crazy, like a hundred milligrams per, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And she had them in her garage and her dad was like working in the garage and got thirsty oh, no, and found one no, no, and he drank no. it. And then he was like, <laughs> oh man. 
oh, I'm so thirsty. I should drink another one. And no. drink another one. Oh, no. <laughs> he had no idea what they were. And then he ended up in the hospital because he didn't know yeah. what the fuck was going on yeah. with him. And they yeah. had to Imagine call her. Imagine if you're super high and you have no idea that you're super high. You would be like, I'm dying. Yeah. I am dying. Yeah. I'm too cool. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I had a friend had like dope lemonade in her fridge and she did a workout and she just like pounded a dope lemonade. Jeez. And she was just like, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good feeling. Oh, not so bad. The last few times I've got I've gotten high because I yeah, I stopped smoking, so I, I had taken like an edible or I did something that I kind of forgot about and thought was mostly THC, but I didn't realize had, you know, weed in it mm-hmm. too. Um, not THC, whatever it is. CBD. CBD. Um, um, and so I took him and I was like acting really weird like an hour later and I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, you're high. Wasn't that at my bachelorette party? At there was brunch. one there yeah. where I was at brunch and someone had given me a CBD thing, but it was not just CBD. And I started being like, I think I'm going to hire an escort. I'm going to hire a male escort. Support, support, co-sign, co-signing, just supporting you and your choices. And then I was like, yeah, uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, I'm high as fuck. Like, I didn't like, realize what was going on. <laughs> It's a brave new world. I still think it's a good idea. That would be another fun thing is we could hire someone to go to Palm Springs for the weekend. Ooh, uh, I really want we, to go to Palm are Springs. We getting, are we getting a male hooker and going to Palm Springs? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> there we go. We'll give him so the clear, test. Clear we'll give him the test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody need to just like that. That's what that's what needs to happen. They need to have like uh, escorts that can also give out the coronavirus test, and then if you pass, mm-hmm. then you get a lap dance. Oh. <laughs> I'm just right. oh new I business did. idea. I'm, I'm on the pole. I'm on the pole. Oh, you're oh you're CB free now. I'm on you. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it might it might but like I maybe you could like maybe you could go like you like I'm not pitching that you should go do your show, but mm-hmm. you could do a show where like you got to the place and you know. You didn't touch anything, and then you went out on stage, and then you came yeah. back. Like people, they kind of like did the seating where they were like people were a little bit further yeah. back from you. I mean, I do remember the thing you would have to get rid. Like I used to do meet and greets after all my shows, mm-hmm. and just the number of fans that were like not intentionally, but just spit my mouth, spit my eye. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it was just a common like they're nervous mm-hmm. and they're sweaty and they're blah, 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 and just like yeah. all of the poop. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the end of that. That that's over forever. I think. Well, it's, like, it's the intimate meet and greet. For sure. Well, and it's funny because it's like I, if I get riled up on stage, I will like spit a little bit, and I'm like, you know, always mm-hmm. a little bit self conscious of it, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. Now I'm gonna be real in my head about it now. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah, right, exactly. I ignore it always. Shields. I'm like, I spit. No one will ever. I will never acknowledge that I. No, no, I'll never acknowledge. I don't even. No, that's, no. that's some, someone else that was up here just a minute ago. That wasn't me. But the microphone, they're always disgusting. And I wonder yeah. if you would just bring your own microphone, or if you would like bring your own microphone cover, and then you would just come out and like throw that put your on. You know, yeah. Microphones I think that's are always what happens. disgusting. Oh, have you ever been doing a set and like you accidentally touch your face with it or your yes. mouth? And you're like, oh god. Yes. Oh. I thought it was like, like get a whiskey oh. and just pour it all over my face oh. and like swish. And, yeah, <laughs> so disgusting. <It's> so nasty. <laughs> but I, you know what? I, I, I have a fairly. I don't get sick very often, and I think it might be because of this microphone. <laughs> Oh, me. Because you just encountered germs so, so I much. I built up my immunity from open micers. 
put it yeah. in my mouth. It's, it's, it's like, like, yeah, in the hands. I mean, it's filthy. That's a filthy, yeah. that is a filthy endeavor. Some mm-hmm. disgusting poop just did a, a really sad five minutes like for you. And then here you come, well, you're brilliant. And if the touch is bad, <laughs> is bad comedy term. feminist, <laughs> commentary. And he's ruining your set. Which is, you which definitely is don't know. Pornhub, which is <laughs> I wish my, I wish I could say that my comedy was much better than that, but I think it's pretty. <laughs> You're giving me a lot We're of credit. We're all working through it. Yeah, we're we're working it out. It's all good. Um, we have we have to take a sh- a quick break and then come back. And obviously, we're very good people to give advice, so we can give advice. I think we've proven Absolutely. that. <laughs> Brb, guys. Welcome back on Lady to Lady and Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. Can you hear me good? Can you? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Me? Okay, good. All right. Yay. Okay, good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Internet, my internet has been, all the internet everywhere has been a little wobbly. So my I know. It's all, like, it's all getting clogged sometimes. Yeah. Um, I know. Okay. People are watching yeah, we're back to normal. porn and Zoom meetings. They're really <laughs> taxing this bandwidth. Have you guys, have you guys got, been in a Zoom that got porn spammed yet? No, not yet. No, I've seen a lot of it online, though. I've a lot of, oh, I've I mainly seen the ones where, like, someone stands up and, they're, and they have their, like, they have no clothes on or their boyfriend <laughs> is back in the back and no clothes on. Those have been really fun. I, I yeah. enjoy those. I'm feeling like FOMO that I haven't gotten, like, spammed by any, like, Well, also, now they change, now they change the security settings, so it's, like, likely never going to happen, though. Uh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it used to yeah. be that it was essentially, like, an open format and anybody could sign on, and now, like, you have to be admitted into the Zoom by the administrator, yeah. and so, yeah, mm-hmm. so now it's, like, completely controlled, which is good, because, like, I mean, we all like this and stuff. Well, not all of us like dicks. Some of us like vaginas, and some of us like both. My point is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, like, to choose when I'm looking at dicks and vaginas. Yeah, 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 exactly. Consent's important. Consent's yeah, important. We thing. had a we had Maria Bamford on the show last week and we were talking before we started recording, but she said one of her shows got, got bombed and it was, she was just like, and I just saw it. I'd never seen anal sex before. And there it was. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I haven't seen a penis that size. And it was just a really like to Maria. That guy, there's all the stuff that with that one porn guy with the giant penis person going around. Mm-hmm. And I remember the years and years and years ago, I had like a co-star of mine on the show, like sent everybody on the show, like a link that was like, oh, there are road closures in LA and like click the link to see if they affect your area. And it was that picture that got in the six. And I was so offended. I was like, this is like onset sexual harassment. And now I fucking love that guy. And every time like, I click every link with enthusiasm, hoping that that guy is going to be on the other side. <laughs> he is so entertaining to me. I bought, I bought a t-shirt with his face on it. I can't wait for it to come. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. He's a big, really big black guy. His penis is like the size of a baby's arm. It's massive. <laughs> oh my. And he's just been this meme now about yeah. he's been a coronavirus meme, and it's just everywhere. And I, if you just Google like <laughs> black eyed big day coronavirus, yeah, that's oh, okay. I saw the reason I was jealous is because someone told me that they got spammed. It was like a picture of all these doctors, right. and then they photoshopped. And, it. <laughs> and the sad thing is that he's dead, and I really wanted to see how famous he got. No. I think he was just toiling in porn obscurity, and then he passed away, and now he's oh, a world superstar, and he'll never know. It's really sad. 
Oh, and he has holy a kind of shit. a sad look on his face. Like he knows that with a penis <laughs> like that, there weren't a lot of options for him in yeah. terms of like job opportunities. Like, like literally he was born to go into porn. And he's like, guys, yeah, he followed his, yeah, I just looked him up. He I has know. like a really sad look in his eyes. He's he very, he really does. He's very like, soulful. Like guys, he's like, guys, if I had long legs, I would have been a lot, like a, a long jumper, but Aww. I got this long jacket, so I'm a porn star. I'm I just mean, doing what I can. You know how like big boobs hurt your back? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a, a dick like that has to hurt somewhere. That is a serious penis, yo. That is a, that penis is that's why it's flaccid, guys. That is a flaccid penis. Oh man, that's that's like gotta be a burden. I mean, I just can't a burden. Paint, like, a burden. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I just wish he could see. Like people love this guy. Like he's become like an international hero, and you never <laughs> get to see how much joy he has brought. I mean, I hope you know. I'm not re- I'm not religious, but I hope he's looking down on us from heaven with I his really giant do. dick. I really I hope really so do. too. Yeah. I mean, God bless. God bless. His, his name is his name is is Wood. Aww, yes, of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. I wanted to call him King. I was calling him King. My friend's like his name was actually Wood. Here's King Wood. <laughs> King Wood. Oh, he needs to have. <gasps> oh, yeah. A crown. So, like King Dicks. Wood. He needs a crown. He needs yeah, a crown. he does. <laughs> she's like, she's ready. writing it down. <laughs> I really am writing it down. <laughs> So yeah, Aisha, tell us, uh, tell us about, about Courage in Stone and what you guys are doing. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is this is a thing I've been working on for a really long time since like 2015. Uh, mm-hmm. We're finally to market, which is like you know a strange and unusual in this time. But um, it's a line of ready to drink cocktails. Uh, like they're not mixers. They don't have to add anything. They just come ready to drink, and they're top shelf. No stabilizers. No sh- like corn syrups, no average mm-hmm. colors, like whole food compliant. And um, and the great thing is people are stuck indoors and so you can order these drinks at your house and you can have like top shelf cocktails in your home especially if it's something that you like to do but you don't really know how to make them and it really came out of the fact that I was one of those people like I would go I'd be on the road doing stand-up and I, I like my big thing was to go to a good bar when I'd be in a different city and I'd get home and I'd want a great drink and I didn't know how to make it and I didn't have the ingredients to make it so I started kind of teaching myself because mm-hmm. I'm like a big I mean we all talk you know I like to drink but I am quality over quantity kind of person. I don't want to pound like seven light beers. I want to have like something yeah, really yeah. good. Um, mm-hmm. So I started making them at my, my home myself, like in, in bottles, so I could just pour out a cocktail when I wanted one instead of having to like make a big mess every time. And that was really where it started. And um, it's been really fun. It's taken a long time. It's taken a really long time. But um, we have this amazing <laughs> distillery in Brooklyn. They're really small. Like we really wanted to keep this like a really like, you know, kind of like a cottage style company where we yeah. were distilling with this little small batch distillery we call our spirit and we make everything there. And we're, uh, during the quarantine, 30% of everything we're making is going to support the U.S. Bartenders Guild, which is essentially like a loosely formed union that represents bartenders. Because obviously there is no union for bartenders. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, for a lot of restaurants, they're able to stay open and they're able to keep like their, you know, their servers and their co- their cooks and stuff. But like, bar- there's bartenders can't work right now. There's just yeah. no way for them to make money. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just to keep these guys, you know, going under. And because it all came out of my love for bars and bartenders, it's been nice to give back to that community. Um, but you can just order it. It's at Christianstone.com. It will be fed- booze and FedEx directly to your home. Wow. Um, and in LA and New York, you can get it delivered on Drizzly and Mini Bar, and also. Cano Wines is delivering in California and Bottles and Cases is delivering in New York. Um, but you can get it shipped anywhere in the country at Persianstone.com. And, um, and it's, it's been a really fun thing to do. I mean, it really, I think a lot of times when 
famous people have a booze is like they're a spokesperson, but this is something I really developed like in my home by myself. I did a lot of that is amazing. Yeah, because a lot of yeah. a lot of times people will like slap their name on something or whatever, but like this is obviously something you. This was my baby, so and I spent cool. two long years traveling and drinking, and then day drinking in my office, and then, <laughs> um, and then seriously, I have, I don't know, I had a breathalyzer, and I was like, I'm going to sit here until I'm legal to drive. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> until one in the morning, blowing on that breathalyzer until I was legal to get my house. <laughs> I love, I love, like, your Emmy next to a breathalyzer. <laughs> I'm all about utility. I'm all about utility. I'm a worker. Um, and then I found somebody, I found a, a partner to back the company, and it's just been like a real, it's been a real passion project of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and also there's not a lot of women in this space. Yeah. So it's also important to me that people know that this is something that I really developed personally. Um, and also to appeal more to a kind of like a more thoughtful way of drinking, which is again, like I said, like quality over quantity, like you really want a great drink when you get home. Um, and I used to get sick of coming home and there was like a third of a bottle of like sad. So when you're blocked in my fridge, so this was like my answer to that was like, you can have a real drink, you know, and it can be something that's, you know, made from good ingredients and not garbage. That's awesome. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Makes and, sense. Like, especially yeah. I feel like right now, like you said, quality over quantity, like when you're talking about like just having a book and a nice cocktail, like there's something. So I think that, yeah, that can be such a mindful kind of like nice way to kickstart the night. And, like, exactly. Just like the dream combination, like have a good album on, read a book, have a cocktail. And I think that goes back to what we're saying at the beginning, which is like, you know, everybody's anxious. Everybody's feeling, you know, a little crazy and unsettled about what's going on now. And it doesn't have to be that you get your house perfectly organized and you rearrange all your furniture and you clean everything. It can just be that you spend a lot of time, like, taking care of yourself mentally, making sure your friends and family are, are healthy and safe. Mm-hmm. And if part of that is you should soothe yourself. However you soothe yourself, you should be able to do that. You know, I mean, in the end, your mental health has to be your first priority because, uh, the rest of it is going to work its way out and you have to be able to, you know, put your own mask on and then put on masks on others. And if a part of the way you put your mask on is that you don't shower and smell like dope all the time, then that should be the way that you take it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. yeah. And we're, I'm really trying to do, I'm doing these happy hours every Tuesday and Friday that are also focused on a different COVID-related charity, COVID-focused charity. Um, we've done um, the International Rescue Committee, um, the Red Cross, Eating America. Um, we just did direct relief, which provides PPE to first responders and, and doctors and medical workers. Um, and I just make a drink and people hang out with me and I just answer questions. And then I promote a different charity. I, I make a donation, I encourage people to make a donation. So that on Tuesdays and Fridays on my social. So just trying to find a way to just pry some kind of goodness out of this time. And I think there are good things going on everywhere. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I started making like little, uh, travel hand sanitizers, t- hand sanitizers. And like, I just care- have a couple of them in my bag whenever I'm like walking to do whatever. And I've just been giving them out to like homeless people in my neighborhood, That's like awesome. just that putting them really down great. and then walking a few feet away. Well, I and being, like, right. <laughs> Yeah. That feels like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, gave some guy, I gave some guy money the other day and I like, I have one and he took the other. He's like, we, we, we had an agreement. We're like, we don't need to talk. He's like, yeah, yeah. Here you go. I'll be I don't want to give you coronavirus, bro. I'm riddled. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I'm, it feels good to like know that I'm like a biological weapon. <laughs> like, it's very empowering <laughs> to be you like, oh my I'm God, girl. Ready for real last night, I was walking because my mom's neighborhood is like really dark at night. There's no streetlights yeah. or anything. It's very rural. Mm-hmm. And I was walking my dog at like midnight last night mm-hmm. and 
I came upon a guy, which like normally if I was alone, like in the kind mm-hmm. of a quiet neighborhood and there was like a man walking across from me, I would yeah. feel, you know, you have that quick moment of fear. Yeah, you get like touched. Yeah, I did not have that, you guys. I was like, this guy is not coming anywhere near me. <laughs> near me? Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, buddy. I got something for you right here. Uh... <laughs> cough, 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 motherfucker. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> just for the rest of your life when anybody of any like kind of ill intent comes in <laughs> just wipe your nose like exactly ah, yeah, come on come on bring it on in baby see what you got bring it bring it, bring it. oh my god that's amazing <laughs> hell yeah thank you for doing the show Aisha you're that's awesome a pleasure, so guys. You. yeah oh it's so good to see I you Thank you. Everybody stay safe. You Enjoy. too. Take your mom's advice and And um, um, One more time, where's all your socials at? Just so people can Oh, yeah. Like, so um, yeah. Uh, Instagram, uh, FaceTime, FaceTime. Hi, guys. I've been in here a very long time. Uh, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, all just Aisha Tyler, one word, A-I-S-H-A-T-Y-L-E-R. And then um, my my food company is Courage and Stone. Uh, like, you know, the Courage. And then a lock, courageandstone.com. And um, yeah, and my happy hours are on Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, if you just come to my socials, I, I typically announce it, and we all make a drink together and pop a little together. Hell yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so sweet. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, shout out to you know we, we had some new people join the Patreon. You're fucking awesome. If you want to check that out, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/LadyToLady for more info. And we get it. It's a hard time for everybody right now. So you know, if you if you can't join, if you want to leave us a review or share it with a friend, that like helps us out too. So yeah, absolutely. Reviews are free, and we know you have time, you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> there's no excuse. Go go tell us. Go over there and write that I tell boring stories. Okay, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Okay, I'm really concentrating on the one Somebody one mean review. Like I was the least specific, so I was a targeted statement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Make your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, though. I must go make your own. Fucking big. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and uh, uh, thank y'all. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks, guys. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794, Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.